Zakawani, the flying winger. Oh, goodness me! He doesn't need anybody, Steve Zakawani! Steve Zakawani was never fun <laughs> to stick up against. Was it for Zakawani? None is possible. It's Steve! It's Steve! <laughs> this is so weird. Steve Zakawani! Hey, what's up, everyone? Steve Zakawani here, coming to you from Boston. Well, not really Boston, Foxborough. And we are here. We've just finished watching the Sounders tie the New England Revolution. But we also were in Colorado, where the Sounders got three points. So, all in all, a very positive road trip. It's four points from these last two games. And we can quickly recap these two games. And then we'll do kind of a general look ahead to what's coming up for the Sounders in the second half of the season. I think today, tonight, we officially reached the halfway stage of the season. So we'll have a podcast later in the week to fully look forward to Atlanta United. I'll have my friend Darlington Knight be on. We'll talk about Atlanta and what to expect from them. Of course, we'll preview the potential debut of Rui Diaz. But for now, we want to look back. And we're going to begin, not tonight, but a few nights ago in Colorado, the great win the Sounders had. It was a 2-1 win against the Rapids. It's got to be said, not a great Rapids team. I'm the first to admit that. But in this league, it's so hard to win away from home. There's a reason we sang Jingle Bells after every away win, because it was hard. I celebrate every away win we had. And these road trips for me are always enriched, always more fun when I get to travel with my friend, the only MJ I acknowledge is Matt Johnson. <laughs> and I'm so glad he's with me for the second time. Yeah. The first repeat guest, but this time you're co-hosting, kind yeah. of. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I, we're, I accept. We're, we're doing it together. I accept. So. I thought I'd return a little quicker. <laughs> I got to be honest. I thought the return would be a bit quicker. But sitting in this posh, posh suite of yours outside the stadium, uh, across from Gillette Stadium, I'm just happy to be here. Let's happy talk, to be here. Let's talk Colorado. Um, Big three points for the Sounders. I think we both remember what, what happened in the game. I think the team played, they played well. And, you know, Will Brin was a star of the show. I, I was so impressed by his second goal. We called the game on radio together. Mm-hmm. I think the touch and the finish was great from Will Brin. Um, Nico looks good. Victor looked good. That was the first, the first 45 especially. Seattle really dominated the Rapids. It wasn't a go on the road and sit back, kind of the 5 3 2 we've seen. They went for it, dominate possession, and they did it. What were your thoughts on the game, and in particular, kind of how the Sounders' game plan came out through Brian Schmetzer? Well, well, I thought one what, what was so interesting with Anthony Hudson, the coach for Colorado, invited the pressure. Yeah, he had really five in the back, yeah. and he did. You know, yeah. he, he, the outside backs moved forward, but at home, gosh, he invited the pressure. I thought it was the Ladero Rodriguez show. I thought, and you mentioned it, and you always helped me open my and broaden my horizons, but yeah. I thought it was Ladero and Victor bossing down that left-hand side. Will Bruins touch, that second touch on that ball, uh, and I asked him post-game, what was your favorite goal? Because we jokingly said on the radio, hey, let's play, what's your favorite Bruin goal? Yeah. He said, oh, my second. For sure. Because the, the first one's bouncing around, bouncing around, and he just sweeps it in. And he told me he was surprised. He, he thought on the first one he was going to get nailed in the back by Schuberg or Smith, and there was no contact. Yeah. And he said, I'm waiting for contact. And when I felt nothing, I just kind of knocked it in. It was yeah. nothing. That second goal, Christian Roldan said he read Tim Howard's eyes. Yeah. He knew he was going to roll the ball to uh, Gashi immediately. Gashi, instead of coming left turns or going it, yeah. outside, he turns the wrong way, bam, 
Victor's ball over the top. Bruins touch the goal. I just find that in this league, I don't care who you're playing. You're playing a USL team. If you win on the road, you get three points. It's massive. It's massive. It's massive. And you can sense that from Brian Schmetzer. He doesn't usually let his emotions show if he's that happy. Good guy staying even killed, keeping things in check. He was happy after the Colorado win. I'm so proud of the players' effort because they never quit. And the team followed the game plan. So all credit to them. They worked hard tonight, and they deserve the three points. Do you think, and you know Schmetz pretty well. You guys, I, like, I, like, I love our production meetings because I like um, the back and forth of you and Schmetz a lot. I enjoy it a lot. So I, I show up just for that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. One, I feel very lucky. Yeah. Tonight, uh, he, in, in he allows us an inside look, whether it's tactics, whether it's... Now, he didn't tell us today, he didn't tell us that... We're going to have Panea on the ground uh, yeah. immediately. We, yeah. He didn't tell us that every time he touches the ball, Delem's going to smack him yeah. or McCrary's going to smack him. So he stops a little bit, but he lets us inside to his emotions, yeah. into the club, not just news, but, hey, check out this or check out that. Yeah. Toronto, after Toronto, he was giddy. Yes. He was absolutely, absolutely giddy. In Colorado, he was absolutely giddy. It doesn't matter where the teams are in the standings. You know, in the table, a road win's a road win. And, I mean, he's very open. I, I could tell you tonight um, that the New England folks, the broadcasters, don't know the br- lineup. We know the lineup a couple hours yeah. before the game. Yeah. They don't know the lineup till about an hour before the game. Yeah. And Brian trusts us. He know? does. We, we do get incredible, incredible insight. I do want to ask you this. We've been all crying out. I think some fans from the day all Femi Martins left, most fans from the day Jordan Morris got injured, for a number nine. We need help. We need a striker, someone who can score. Do you think Will Bruin has seen that and said, don't assume that this spot's there for the taking. Uh, while I'm here, I'm going to score. Because he's been, he's been the man this year well, so far. I could, I could probably go farther than that and say that Will Bruin has spoken up yeah. and said that, all right, what do I need to do for not my butt to be on the, on the, on the bench yeah. when Rui Diaz gets here? What do I need to do? And if you ask me right now, and listen, if you're going to ask me if I've seen Liga MX, besides <laughs> the highlights, we have awesome highlight package yeah. on SoundersFC.com. I haven't seen him play once. Yeah, yeah. So, but my thought is also, can he play behind Bruin? Yeah. Can he play behind Bruin? And I, I'll bring up guys that you know and you can speak to better than me. Can Bruin be Alan Shearer to an Owen? Yeah, yeah. And have, because Rui Diaz is a finisher. Absolutely. So if you have Bruin up top knocking the ball down with his head, nose, chest, whatever, and have Victor on the on the left, Rui Diaz behind him, and have uh, Ladero on the right, and those things are in, intertwined, and yeah. Bruin's saying, I'm scoring you goals. All I do is score multiple, you know, d- uh, double-digit goals. Yeah. Keep me out here. Yeah. I think Brian's got to think about something instead of just saying Rui Diaz up top. Yeah. So-and-so behind, whether it's Clint or Ladera, whatever. Yeah. I think it motivates every pro athlete. You were a pro athlete. I was once, long right? time ago. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> when you don't age, and that kind of, <laughs> kind of frustrates me. But the thing is, is these pro athletes don't want to sit on the bench, right? Yeah, Will can go somewhere else next year and make money and score yeah. goals. He wants to stay in Seattle. He, yeah. loves, he loves the lifestyle. Uh, his wife loves Seattle, so... Yeah, and, and you're right. I remember, and I know Branch Messer well because any time when I played and the Sounders would sign a winger, I'd start training better. 
I would start just it's to, human nature, isn't just, it? Just to remind Ziggy and Schmetz, like, hey, like, I know this guy's coming, but this is my spot. So Will's had that in a rough season. He scored five goals. I think he's been great. And I agree with you. I mean, Schmetz had told us this morning that, you know, realistically, I've worked all year with one true striker. Clint's not really a number nine. Clint doesn't want to play number nine. Clint wants oh, to no. come deep and get the ball. Sure, sure. He has one forward. So Rudy has come in. It's very helpful. It's going to help him. To tonight, the game itself was not memorable. I didn't hear the TV call because I was on the radio, but I'm sure we both struggled to stay as engaged as we could. However, four points from the two games. Okay, let me stop you there. Yeah. Soccer, these things happen sometimes. They, they do. These games, you're not, you're thinking, when, okay, production meeting today. You're not yeah. thinking this. You're thinking Bunbury's going to score. Exactly. 1-0. How is Nico going to get Victor who's yeah. going to get Bruin through? Yeah. It's unpredictable. Yeah. That's the reason I love this sport <laughs> is that every game is a story in itself. Yeah. And uh, you're being nice. This game was a stinker. <laughs> Thank you. Right? It was a stinker. Now, Brian is giddy because of another road point. Yeah. He always tells us, he tells me, you know, in three months when you look at the results, no one's going to say, unless you're us right. or him, that, oh, my gosh, yeah, that was a bad one. No, they're going to say Road Point, New yeah, England. Absolutely. So yeah. so what have you? You've got another week to work on things. I, I'm, I'm the ultimate optimist. Uh-huh. Three games in eight days. These guys have been together since Monday, right? Monday's traveled to yeah. Denver. Yeah. Denver straight to here to Boston. Whatever. I don't know who sleeps good in hotels, mm-hmm. who can get rest, how people train on the road. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They've been training and working on the road. They head home tomorrow. They're in their own beds Monday night. It's a fantastic yeah. two-game road trip. Yeah. So you think, especially coming off the loss to Portland, to then come on the road and get four points, if you'd offered Brian Schmetzer like that as he was boarding the plane to Denver. No, you know what? Brian Schmetzer says, stretch, that's not how it works. Yeah. I'm still pissed at Portland's loss. Yeah. I'm still mad that Mabiala, Larry's Mabiala. Now, he can finish. Don't get me wrong. Right, if a Portland but, fan's like, hey, Larry's Mabiala can finish better than some of your strength, whatever. Yeah, but you, you want too. you want Valeri to beat you and say, okay, That's no problem. Right. You don't want Mabiala right. to come to Well, you're making my point. Beat. So yeah. Brian Schmetzer's still yeah. frustrated a week ago yeah. on, on the first Saturday, but you get three points there, and do you get three in Colorado if you get three in Portland? Does the, yeah. does the luck, does Gashi finish one of the four chances? Gashi couldn't hit the wall. Yeah. Gashi in the first half had a blast from 22 yards out that yeah. he didn't even put on frame and he's yeah. all alone. Yeah. So the, the soccer guards, gods are weird that way. But if you add three points to Portland, we're feeling we're staying up all night here in Foxborough. <laughs> Absolutely. I think the sounds are trending in the right direction. Before we go to break, I do want to ask you this. Next week is a big one. I, in the preseason, picked Atlanta to win the East. And then they got... Going out on a limb, are you? They got killed on opening day. Yes. And everyone was like, you don't know anything. But I knew... Those are those Twitter fans you listen to. The ones I used to... just beat you up. The ones I used to argue with. I've I've retired from (laughs) arguing on Twitter. But... You got to stop that, man. (laughs) I've stopped. Yeah, don't. I've retired. I'm too old. I'm too old. Well, how, how old are you? Old. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I'm older. Too old for go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but Atlanta, powerful. That team's coming into their own. So yeah. for this Sounders team, some of you follow the team, you cover the team, you know what's going on. Knowing Brian Smith how you do, what do you think through the week his message is going to be as they go into Atlanta? Well, I think you build off these last two games, right? Yeah. You build off these last two games and you're not in awe. Not that he's going to be. You're not in awe of their offensive attack. Yeah. Their offensive attack is... 
awesome. I mean, it's yeah. amazing. Sorry, that was dumb. That was really, <laughs> I love it. That just came off. We're, 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 we're not going to edit. Out. I mean, look at in. Joseph Martinez. Oh man! But when you're coming here, if I'm objective, I'm thinking mm, we lose two one. Good road win in Colorado. We lose two one. If Brian Schmetzer's listening yeah. to this, I would say, yeah, I had you losing two one. I didn't have it nil nil. Right. Atlanta. I mean. They're they're stoked. They don't just get forty thousand a game there either. They get yeah. fifty, sixty thousand a game. Yeah. It's packed. It's going to be after the World Cup final. There's going to be yeah. sixty thousand there. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking not great things. Yeah. But Brian Schmetzer's going to put tactics together. He's got the guys that are going to work hard. Are they going to put five in back? Is that now predictable? Is that kind of chic right. to put five in the back? If so. One one draw, Steve Zakawani. I love it. One I, one draw, Steve. I love it. Why not? Why not? That's right. I'm Steve Z. He's MJ. This is Winging It with Zakawani. When we come back, we're going to look ahead kind of to the second half of the Sounders season. We're halfway through the league season already. Preview the second half. Talk to MJ about his experience in Russia and make our picks for the World Cup now that we know the final four. Stay tuned. Winging It with Zakawani. The things that we need to correct are, are within our squad. Uh, it's not focusing on the opponent that much, you know. It's uh, what can we do internally to to get out of the funk? Because uh, focusing on opponents isn't going to get us out of this hole. It's uh, looking inside and, and trying to get better as individuals and as a team. We're back, winging it with Zakuani. I'm Steve Zakuani. I'm still here with MJ. And reminder, we will have a longer extended podcast for you in the week, previewing. Atlanta United we will have Darlington Nagby Atlanta United US national team midfielder my friend on the podcast giving us the inside scoop on Atlanta and all things US men's national team but for now we're halfway through the league season for the Sounders and I think we can all say we did not expect the Sounders to struggle like this through 17 games has not been a great season it's been a great end to the week after the tough start against Portland but for this next 17 games, you're looking at Roman Torres returning. So there'll be competition with Kim Kihi, Chad Marshall, Roman Torres. Does Brian Schmetzer pick two out of the three? Does he play all three in a three-back system? You're looking at Rui Diaz joining, potentially a winger or another midfielder joining. So the team's going to get stronger. So MJ, let me ask you this. What's a realistic expectation to have for this Sounders team? If we look at the next 17 games, what's realistic what should we expect? Wow. What? That's, I mean, if Kelvin Lerdom is a big one, yeah. right? If Kelvin Lerdom joins after his hamstring, not joins, excuse me, but yeah. if Kelvin Lerdom can stay healthy and be an anchor on that right back, and all of a sudden you have obviously the rotation over left back of Nuhu and, and Waylon Francis. And I don't mean to go from back to front, but if, if you can get a solid 14, right? Well, you're getting you're getting into the playoffs again. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been such a struggle. It started in El Salvador, right, with Jordan yeah. Morris going down, and every single player has had the worst crazy luck ever. Yeah, ever. Never seen it. Before. I, I mean, Nico getting stepped on, uh, Lear Dom getting wiped out. It, it didn't matter what happened. Harry Ship wiped out. Yeah, didn't matter. You can stay healthy. This team is as strong and as talented as the top three or four teams easy in MLS. That's the big question mark. This team has been, I mean, it's so snake bit that Lamar Nagel gets hurt in the 37th minute in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was just, yeah. I asked coach afterwards, is that the epitome of the season? He goes, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So 
If you get healthy, you are going above Minnesota. L.A.'s been inconsistent. Houston always uh, tails off, and Vancouver is, is schizophrenic, to say the least. Yeah. So you're getting in the sixth place, and you're getting in the playoffs. In my opinion, if this team can stay healthy. You talked about competition. Rui Diaz is going to score goals. If he doesn't score the goals, other guys will. Yeah. So I don't think I can realistically say something above sixth and people not laugh at me because yeah. – it's been such a struggle to score goals. When we stopped, when we were scoring a few goals, we can't we can't keep him out of the yes. back of the net behind Stefan Fry. You know, tonight was his second shutout of the year. Last year, he led the league in, in shutouts. So it's yeah. just been such a weird yeah. season. I think the playoffs are possible. I think that's pretty broad. And I would say that if we can stay healthy and add some more pieces, I don't think Rui Diaz would be the last piece to add for this to happen. I expect there'll be more signings. I don't think, and I'm saying this with extreme confidence, that the next 17 games, the Sounders will have the same record they've had through the first 17 or worse. Some of it's been bad play, yes, but there's been so, I've never seen so many injuries to so many key players at just the wrong times. It'll be a much stronger squad, and as you pick up wins, other teams start to fall off. I think sixth place is definitely, definitely within reach. I'd agree with you there. Now, as we talk about the second half of the season... Let's look back on the first half. And do you think Kim Ki-hee's play has been just, is it unfairly overshadowed by just how bad the season's been? Because he's been pretty good. Yeah, I don't, you know, I always think, okay, so what did we think when he got here? Yeah. What, wait, what were we thinking? Boy, he's really good. Well, what were you thinking? Yeah. That Garth and Chris are going to bring in garbage? Yeah. Y- you know what I mean? And they're yeah. like, oh boy, he really popped. I guess it's because you watch him in practice. Victor, to me, last year, he wasn't much to yeah. me in practice. Yeah. And I don't, gosh, I don't know what to say of like, I think I know what I'm looking at, but I'm like asking other people, what do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Well, then maybe he wasn't a practice guy because then he starts up in Vancouver and he, he causes a PK, he, he gets a PK and yeah. he was just lights out, yeah. right? So from what I've seen of Kim Kihi, now he's learning the league though. In the last couple, three matches, he can't come up on everybody because they're starting to spin him. So they're watching film also. Armenteros, Armenteros, for Portland said, all right, if you're going to get right on my back, I'm going to spin you, put you down because I'm a load mm-hmm. and I'm quick. He yeah. did it two, three times. Colorado, he did it once or twice. Now, tonight, he stayed back, didn't he? He did. Less he, aggressive. Be, be, yeah. Less aggressive because, all right, the guy can feel him when he's on his back. Yeah. Spin him, go around. Everybody watches tape, yes. right? So now it's time for Kim Ki-hee to adjust. I think he's solid. I, I think Roman Torres has got a fight on his hands. If, if, if Roman Torres has any question about fitness or desire, I think he's got a fight on his hands. Now, get all three in good shape and give Marshall, who could use a break. I mean, he, he, he could use a yeah. break at his age and have him fresh. Right now, Steve, it's whoever's healthy and playing the best in October. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Actually, September to October. And if you can start rotating these guys and pushing minutes and everybody's happy while still being competitive – you're in great shape. Yeah. As my mom used to say, you're in fat city, right? <laughs> I, think, I think Kim Kihi is much more solid yeah. on the playing pitch than the practice field. Because yeah. in practice, I saw him give up the ball quite a bit through the gut. Well, he didn't know the players. Yeah. He was going straight up the middle and giving the ball away in terrible places. Yeah. Now you see him tonight. Stefan Fry trusted him two, three times at Foxborough, right to the right, under pressure. Boom, he went right up the line. Yeah. Absolutely. Or he blasted the ball, and yeah. it was so different. And he's like, all right, I'm getting used to MLS, and MLS is scouting me. Now I'm making adjustments. I'm impressed by him. Yeah, and this is why I'm optimistic. We've just spoken there, and we haven't even mentioned Gustav Svensson, who 
That's right. Has gone the furthest of all MLS players in the World Cup. He was knocked out today by England, um, which I'm not upset about. But Gustav will <laughs> be back here. He said that. And he's not guaranteed to start. But that shows now the strength and depth the team may have in the next 17 games. Well, look where he goes. Now he goes and competes with Ozzy, Christian, and Jordi DeLem. Jordi DeLem, his weakness might be his left foot passing the ball. Yeah. But he come spun around a couple times tonight, I noticed, on his right foot and distributed the ball really well. well. Yeah. His left foot's not his right foot. Yeah. But now, if you have the three, and these are big ifs for a team so snake bit with injuries, uh-huh. right? Because if you have the three in the back competing, you have Gustav competing, and I, I just love him. I, yeah. I just great. love he, him. He's been great. He wasn't yeah. supposed to play that much. And yeah. what did he do last year? 32 yeah. starts? Yeah. So, um, Ozzy, yeah. if he needs a break. If he gets hurt, Christian Roldan, we take for granted. He, he's yeah. the only player for the Sounders who played every single minute. Yeah. So does he get a break in the three game or do you keep him out there? Right. So you just keep pushing those options. Yeah. I think Gustav Svensson's a stud. Yeah. I think, I again, don't watch too much Chinese Super League. <laughs> you know, I don't watch too much Ukrainian uh, uh, soccer. Uh, so I didn't know anything about him, but right. what I read, I, I think he's a stud. He's been great. And to switch gears or kind of keep gears with the World Cup, the last time we saw you here on the podcast, it was before you I went didn't to Russia. I didn't look his age, right? Yeah. Kind of took no, a few, you look few great. years out of me. You went to Russia. Tell us about that experience and then just your thoughts on the World Cup. People are saying it's the best World Cup ever. You've been to a lot of them. Do you yeah, agree I think, with that? I think, I think people use that loosely. I, I, I think yeah. people's short-term memory when it comes to sports is Amazing. Yeah. I do. Oh, my God. This is the best World Series ever. No, two years ago, it went seven. Yeah. And there was a couple walk-offs. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think I think that got thrown around. Um, matter of fact, I'll tell you something. It got thrown around at a meeting of ours. And I started thinking, well, no, that's just easy to say. Yeah. Now, the dramatic goals, the PKs, the late goals, Belgium's rush against Japan, them scoring three in the second half. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, What's, what's a good World Cup? I thought 98, France beating the final now. It was 3-0 over Brazil. Right. But the home country, when they go far, that's it, special. It yeah. I thought Korea in 2002, there were games in there. If you dissect things, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll put it to you this way. The round robin this year wasn't that exciting. Right. France walked through Australia, Peru, and Denmark. Yeah. It was disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Right? Brazil was so-so. And when I say so-so, you want these major countries to own their group. I, I agree. And they didn't. Yeah. Right? They didn't. Yeah. Belgium, England, they won out, but their, their group wasn't that tough. Wasn't great. Yeah. Brazil wasn't anything. Germany didn't get out. You, you know, so Spain wasn't great. So yeah. the it's short-term memory, if you go back, um, Netherlands isn't here, but when you go back in the Netherlands, Austin, PKs, or mm-hmm. you know, somebody loses on PKs and you forget those games – I can't name the quarterfinals in the last World Cup in Brazil, right? Right. They were fantastic, right? as was South Africa. Yeah. I think people get a little too skippy, is yeah. my word. They get a little too skippy, like, this is the best World Cup ever. Yeah. Well, World Cups are awesome, and when it's the end, it's around a 16, when it's a knockout, and I said last week, okay, the World Cup started. Mm-hmm. Now it started. The big ballers are in there. Germany's not, but the big players are in there. And let's not forget about past World Cups. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, yeah, but I'm, it has been special. It's been great. It, it's been it's been very special. The games today, the yeah. overtimes, the last minute goals. It's been entertaining. But this is why it's every four years because we couldn't take this every year. I could not handle this kind of excitement. No, every but year. you know what I'm going to do? I'm mm-hmm. going to go to the Euros in a couple of years. Oh, okay, because it's spread out. It's a special yeah. thing. It's over 
like yeah. twelve or fourteen cities yeah. all over yeah. the all over Europe. Those and you remember Euros are awesome. They're amazing. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. So oh my gosh, that year that Spain won it, that was the best. Yeah. Ever. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the next one is. So I think people use it too loose. Yeah. And now I'm going to go back to my room and start looking at the, the the Brazil the past World Cup. Yeah, yeah, the past few World Cups, yeah. Brazil and and I remember staying up and yeah. watching all these the past World Cups. Yeah. So I think it's used too loose and yeah. it's just something to celebrate, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I am with you. Um. Let's wrap here. The, we know the final four. Oh. France, Belgium on one side. Yeah. England plays Croatia. Now, I'll be the first to admit, England played Tunisia, Panama. They played Belgium when both had qualified. Played Colombia without Hamish Rodriguez and then played Sweden today. Not the toughest route to the semifinals. I'll be the first to admit. Okay. I don't like that argument. But you play who's in front of you. The, yeah, and you, you have to win. And they did. You've got to win. Exactly. A one-game a, a one game playoff. Exactly. You have to do it. Exactly. Did Colombia? No. 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 Did Germany get out of See, no. I don't, oh, you know, that Tino, bracket no. thing when everybody was saying yeah. Belgium should lose or England should lose, I think that's garbage in yeah. soccer. Yeah. So, I think it's yeah. absolute garbage. But go so ahead. So they're yeah. there. So we're sitting here with a final four on one side, France, Belgium, on one side, England, Croatia. What do you think from what you've seen and kind of, I mean, no one knows, but what do you think? We're going to see which two teams we'll see in the final. Well, I think, uh, I think unfortunately, France and Belgium are a semifinal. Yeah. I think right now, as it broke down, no offense to the English, because yeah. that's the league I watch yeah. six games every weekend. And I think Harry Kane, I met him when he was 19, <laughs> and he was the cutest little kid at 19. <laughs> Just wanted to hug him uh, when Tottenham came and played the Sounders, and he was yeah. so nice. But the final is France-Belgium, unfortunately. Yeah. And France... Like I said, they walk through their group, and they're just on a crescendo. They are playing lights out, yes. and Belgium cannot afford to get down to France because they will step on their throat. Yeah. They will absolutely step on their throat. I think Croatia's gotten a, not lucky, but they haven't put teams away that they mm-hmm. should have put teams away. And if England gets a chance, I mean, you talk about, yeah, England hasn't had the best time or the easiest. Sorry. England has had an easy time through it. Well, Harry Kane could be the golden boot winner. Yeah, so he's goals. taking the guys, yeah. the opponents, and saying, well, I'm going to score six. Yep. I mean, that's a pretty hefty, and he's not, yeah. not going to get shut out no. if he plays another one. I bet he scores he again versus go- Croatia. Yeah. So you're talking about Ronaldo scoring in, in 98 and 2002. Yeah. So you have six, eight goals. I just think Belgium, France, it's a shame. That's not the final. I think France beats Belgium. Uh the other half, I'm cheering for England, but I'm also Croatian. <laughs> so I think I think a France Croatia final is, would be fantastic. With and, France to win, yeah, I, ca- I can't. Yeah, even though I love Luka Modric, yeah. I really he Ma- can run. He's still player. running right now. Yeah, he's, he's up to 21 miles <laughs> after today's match. He's still running, and, and we'll see. But I think I think France beats Croatia, even though I'm cheering for England. Can't argue with France. I think that. Is the best team left? They're rising. Can I interrupt? Well, yeah. Did you see Belgium at the end of that game? What they did to Brazil? No, no. Today okay. they got together at the end of that match, and it kind of was like saying we haven't won anything. Right. We right. have. And Lukaku, Lukaku led the Lukaku team. Lukaku yeah. led that. Which was good. Yeah. Which was impressive yeah. for for a striker to he, say, "Everyone, come in here." Yeah. He brushed off one of the trainers yeah. and was like, "Get in here." Get in here. Once the team in there and gave a pep talk. And I thought, yeah. that's a team to fear. Yeah. That's a team and to fear. And he's benefited a lot. And this is a side story from having Thierry Henry as an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. So Thierry Henry now, legendary, all-time. One of your guys. Scorer, leading scorer from French. Friend of mine. He's now coaching against his country, France. So 
I don't know how you can do that. I would struggle to do that. But as Casey, Casey Keller said it, that he, you said it, someone said it. No, oh, I don't know what Casey Keller said. I don't <laughs> want to be quoted as saying I thought I knew what Casey Keller said. Someone said Terry can't lose. Jimmy Traore said that. There we go. That if Belgium wins, great. I help take France down. And if France wins, hey, it's my country anyway. I'm happy for the guys. You so. know, when you win the big tournament yeah. for your country, you can do no wrong. Zinedine yeah. Zidane, he yeah. knows when to walk away. Every oh, time, he's, he's, right? got a, he's got a touch. He yeah. knows how to walk away to retire, as a player, yeah. as a as a, a countryman, yeah. a, 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 and yeah. then as a coach. Phenomenal. Thierry Henry yeah. can take the Belgian. He can win the World <laughs> Cup and walk it through France, and nobody will They'll care. Be fun. They love him. Yeah, yeah, they'll love him right through Paris, <laughs> right through the big streets, and they'll be like, "Oh, Thierry, yeah. <laughs> you want another one?" So just, just like that. <laughs> and he's a stud. I saw him play at Highbury, and that oh, was one of the high. highlights of of watching soccer. He just. Or up Sunderland back in 99. And I was like, yeah, that's my guy. He's the man. So You're the man. (laughs) I'm trying to be. By the time the Sounders kick off against Atlanta, we will know who the World Cup champions are. We'll have one more podcast for you before then to preview that one. This has been Winging It with Zakiwani. Throughout the week, send your questions. I will answer the questions on Twitter. I won't argue, but I will answer <laughs> your questions You know on what Twitter. I do? Okay, so <laughs> let me just give you a tiny piece of advice. Go ahead. I got a piece, uh, a piece of Twitter. I got someone sending me a tweet that said, Matt, really love your passion at doing radio play-by-play, but you'd never tell us where the ball is. Uh, and I'm thinking, I do that all the time. All you do. And yeah. so all I do is I favored it. I love it. I just hit a little heart. <laughs> and like, hey, thanks for the feedback. I don't call back or write back or tweet back. I just hit that little heart that says, I appreciate your feedback, Billy. Um, his name I is have, Billy? No, I have no idea what his name was. But I appreciate your feedback. That's what you should do. I'm you just try hit that. that little heart. That's love. I've been ignoring it. I've just been stopping. Ah, just hit some hearts. So I'm going to start trying that. Winging it with Zakwani. Appreciate the support always. Send your questions. Hashtag ask Zach throughout the week. And we'll have a podcast for you before the Atlanta game later in this week. We'll preview that game in depth. We'll have a guest interview. And as always, we'll get to your questions and the big three things. Closing out from Foxborough, it's been Sounders 0, New England Revolution 0. Not a great game, but it's four points from this road trip. The team will take that. We will see you back in Seattle.